If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn to 2 Corinthians. We're going to be reading out of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I titled the message this morning, Trouble on Every Side. Second Corinthians chapter 4, and we're going to start in verse 8. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So then death worketh in us, but life in you. You know, as I was reading this scripture, uh, this came to my mind, and so I'm going to ask you this question this morning. i got two questions, actually. How many of you failed this week? Now ask yourself another question. Did that mean that you were defeated? You know, verse 8 tells us there that we have problems all the time. But I want you all to look at what these first couple verses say. It says, we are troubled on every side. Problems come at us from every direction, yet not distressed. We know we have a hope. We know that even though everything may come upon us, we have all these problems, we know there's still a reason that we can make it through. So, we may have trouble on every side of us, but we don't have to let that get us down. And the next thing he says is that we're per- 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 we are per- per- ah, can't even say it. We are perplexed. It means that you don't know how to make a decision. You don't know what is going on. You don't know what you're going to do. But that's not a problem. You know, I, I was watching a show this week. I don't really remember the show, but... It was uh, this this girl was talking about all these problems that she had, these decisions she was going to have to make, but she was she was addicted to alcohol, and she knew that if she didn't do something about this, that she would get back into drinking. You know, people of this world don't have somewhere else to turn. And a lot of times people that are addicted to alcohol and drugs and things like that are like that because they don't know how to make a decision. Instead of trying to face those problems, they will turn to something that will temporarily wash those problems away. But we don't have to be like that. We don't have to worry about that kind of stuff because we know who we are. The Scripture tells us that 
in verse 9 that we're persecuted but not forsaken. We're cast down but not destroyed. Now, cast down is talking about where sometimes we are attacked and we're knocked down to the ground. But it says we're not destroyed. You know, I ask you a question. How many of you have failed this week and everybody in here can identify that I failed at some point? Sometimes you may fail more than others. But the point is, you're not destroyed because you failed. You can always get back up again. And you know, I've talked about this a couple times over the past couple weeks that we know what is going to happen in the end. Satan may attack you right now, but we know what his destiny is. We know what the Word tells us about, about his outcome and what it says about our outcome. We need to, we need to get a little bit of that in our spirit and understand the victorious nature of a Christian. Now guys, listen. If you are a child of God this morning, there is no reason why you need to live a life of defeat. There is no reason. There may be trouble on every side. Everywhere you look, there may be opposition. But you don't have to live a life defeated. You may get beat up every now and then. And I'm going to tell you right now, I failed this week. Just like you. I'm just like you. I'm no better. But I don't live a life of defeat. I know as soon as I have lost that one little battle that I can get up and claim victory again. <clears throat> Satan knows his place. But he wants to try to tell you that he's got a different place. And we'll talk more about that here in a minute. The rest of this Scripture is talking about Jesus. And it says that He lived a life that led up to death. But there was something that happened different with Jesus. That life that led up to death turned into a new life. He rose again from the dead. Now, what that Scripture tells us is that our lives, we live our lives and we are often persecuted for living a Christian life. We are often facing opposition just for the fact that we are a Christian. If you get out and start to witness to people and talk to people, you're going to face persecution. But I want you to know something. That that persecution that you receive, this Scripture tells us, it brings life into other people, is what the last verse says. What was death in me can become life in you. Now understand that. Really understand what I'm trying to tell you today. You may face trouble everywhere you turn. But I got another scripture here that'll tell you a little bit a little bit more about why that's not such a big deal. Turn just a little bit further over in that same chapter to verse 16. It says, For which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. How many of you are renewed day by day? If you're not, listen, (laughs) that's why you're living a life that's defeated because you're not getting up in the morning and trying to renew your life. The days that I get up and just go about my business, I will stay defeated all day long. But the days I get up and, and rejoice in the Lord, the days I get up and sing some praise to my God, 
I'll live a victorious life all day long. You've got to, you know, this is a constant effort. This ain't something that's just going to happen to you because you are a child of God. You've got to get up and take charge in your life. You've got to tell that old devil that I'm not going to live defeated today. I am a child of God and I've got victory over you. Let me continue reading. For our light affliction. Now listen to this. Our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. He said our light affliction. It's easy for us to to have this perspective when we see everything around us that's bad. We feel beaten down. We feel like there is no hope of getting out of this situation. But he told us there, Paul told us that it's a light affliction. How many of you can look back through your life and remember situations that seemed terrible at the time? They seemed overwhelming. And it seemed like it went on forever. But looking back just a few years, you can say, you know, that really wasn't as bad as what I thought. It really didn't last as long as it felt like it lasted. That's what he's talking about. He's telling you that it may seem bad at this time. It may seem mountainous. And it may seem like it'll never be over with. But it's temporary. The Word tells us that this life is just a vapor. It's nothing. He tells us that we're not looking toward these things that we see on this earth. We're looking toward things we can't see. There are some eternal things. You know, I don't remember where the Scripture is at right now. And I've I've read it to you before, but it says that the things you have to endure in this life don't even compare to the glorious things you're going to see on the other side. Now listen, if you live your life like that, you're looking toward those things that you can't see yet, but you know they were promised to you by not only what the Word says, but the Word promised them to you. Jesus Christ. He tells us about mansions that are prepared for us. Now listen, when you focus on those things, you look toward those things that are going to be there forever. All of eternity. This this stuff don't seem so important anymore. You realize that this little short time that you're going to spend on this earth, it ain't even on the map when you compare it to eternity. Listen, those, even if trouble is on every side, you may live your entire life facing problems, facing fighting circumstances. But it don't matter. You, when you get that kind of perspective, you change your, your outlook on it. You realize real quick that all that stuff Satan tries to tell you, every way that he tries to beat you down and tell you that you're beaten, you can just tell him he's a liar. Because, listen, it's just for a little while. 
You're going to have to endure some things. I ain't trying to tell you that your life is a Christian. Even if you are victorious, you won't face problems. You're going to face problems. But it's just for a little while. Hang in there. Turn over to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 13. And the Lord shall make thee the head, and not the tail. Thou shalt be above only, listen to me, above only. And thou shalt not be beneath. If that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. He's going to make you the head and not the tail. You'll be above only and not beneath. I want to tell you all something today. Satan will beat you up. He'll tell you all kinds of terrible things. But that Scripture tells you right there that you are above only. You're not beneath. When he tries, Satan will try to tell you that you are beneath only and not above. That's what he wants you to believe. He wants you to believe that you have no power, that you are nothing, that you are not even considered by God. But somebody that will bring you into his inheritance, make you his child and tell you that you are above and not beneath. That you are the head and not the tail. I promise you that's not how He feels about you. He loves you. He cares about you. Something else I want to tell you today is that God has hidden more from you than He's revealed. Now get that in your spirit this morning. I want you to understand what I'm saying. I want you to understand that God has way more power God has way more riches and wealth. God has way more in store for you than He's ever told you about. So you can look through the Word and you can find all the promises of God and see how wonderful and great they are and just realize that's just a small portion of what God has in store for you. God does not want you to be defeated. You are one of His children. You are... The one in this world that is an example to other people. Why would He want you to be defeated if you're out here to reach other people? If you were defeated, that would never happen. That's not His purpose for you. The Word tells us that we are made more than conquerors. It's not just about conquering something. It's not just about beating Satan. There's more for us in store than just that. But the fact that we're more than conquerors ought to tell you something. It tells you that that we are not here to be defeated. We're here for a purpose. And that purpose is to live a victorious life in spite of your circumstances. 
The world and everything around you is going to tell you that you're beaten and you're destroyed. But that word, first verse as I read you this morning says, you're cast down, but you're not destroyed. Just because somebody knocks you on the ground don't mean you can't get back up again. 